0: Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company's podcast. Before we get started, I want to tell you about this episode's sponsor. Green Book brings innovative resources to market researchers on both sides of the table and offers effective marketing opportunities in a variety of targeted media. From the Grit Report to the Industry Leading Blog and IIEX Events, Green Book provides a stimulating, practical, and timely perspective on topics and issues relevant to the insights industry. So for all your market research needs, visit greenbook.org. We love it. You'll love it. Happy, Happy New, new year. year! Oh, it is a new year. We're going to have a whole episode with no cliches. How's that? <laughs> what a blessing. What a blessing. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> (laughs) With me in the studio is Ashley LeBlanc. Hello, hello. She is a content marketing specialist here at Little Bird Marketing. And interestingly enough, we were just talking about how I get more requests for her to be on more episodes. So here she is. Here I am. (laughs) Um, We hope that you took a little bit of a break this holiday season. And we offered up to you the Holiday Spectacular Spectacular, Mm. our variety show on our podcast. So if you missed it. You need to
1: go back and listen. Right. I mean, we're in it. But this isn't biased. It's
0: really, really good. It's really good. We try and take some time off, have fun, and, uh, you know, creativity, you know, when you get a break, you come back refreshed. Don't you find that? Yeah, yeah. My creativity is always replenished after I've had a little bit of downtime. Not too
1: much, but just enough. Just enough.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, we wanted to talk about something we thought was going to be really important and super relevant to you, which is what we believe in write and talk Mm -hmm. and develop content that is relevant to your ideal client. Uh, So we are practicing what we preach because, as many of you know, we have a proprietary lead generation system based in content marketing called SOAR. And SOAR stands for Strategic, Organized, Accountable, and Repeatable. And it's exactly in that repeatable that that some people fall down. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, the biggest reason why Ashley and I wanted to talk about this subject matter today is that there is no no shortage of opinions of what you could be doing in marketing. Right, right. (laughs) Even we're overwhelmed, right?
1: right? Yeah. It kind of t- just ties in with having New Year's resolutions in general. It's, mm, yeah. It, it does get kind of overwhelming when you start thinking about where, what are all the things I could be doing. The list goes on and on and on.
0: Right. And so we're going to take this tack a little bit from mm-hmm. let's not talk about what you could be doing or what you should be doing. Instead, we put together a list of five marketing practices you should stop doing this year. Mm-hmm. So today's show yeah. is going to be really, like we said, a blessing, yeah, a true blessing. <laughs> a true blessing, because we're going to give you uh, an opportunity. Let yourself off the hook, yeah, and really think strategically about what things could you easily say no to, and how can we frame them so that you can understand what to say no to in marketing, and a tiny bit about why. Right, and and
1: I mean. Hopefully you know this, but there's no shame
0: here. All of these things
1: we have all been guilty of at one time or another. So as we're talking through these five points, if you're like, ooh, I relate to those, (laughs) um, don't feel guilty about it. Just make make a mark and, and know that in the new year. Make a commitment to stop doing them.
0: Right. And also note that if you feel if they resonate with you, then we've done our persona work well. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've done our job and now you get to do yours, which is less. Yes. That's what we're proposing a little less for the new year. That sounds great. Okay. So I'm going to kick it off with one that is absolutely near and dear to my heart. And that is um, number one, Please stop selling. Mm. (laughs) So we get it. Sales is the name of the game. But in a new world of marketing, you have to really... Oh, abandon uh, the old ways of the business past. And that was, I refer a lot of times when I get on a stage, I refer to Mm -hmm. the old Zig Ziglar adage of always be closing, the ABCs. And we like to say, you know, in inbound marketing and in content marketing and in new, um, new and more authentic ways to market is that the new rule is ABH, which is always be helping. So if you want to really engage with your audience, you really have to become a resource for them and not get so fixated on writing all your content about your business Mm -hmm. and about the sales thing and so I'm going to give you two for examples and then I'm going to let you give number two but these are things that I'm you know apt to say many times as you've heard me from stages and that's like you know when people uh, sell 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 through their social media Mm -hmm. through their content through their blogs through their marketing messages through their brochure I don't care where it is when they sell, 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 that's like um, akin to someone walking into a uh, you know into a cocktail party and just shouting at everybody in the whole room. Right. I'm really great. <laughs> Do you want a date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Yeah. Some people are so salesy that they might walk into the cocktail party, metaphorically speaking, mm. of course, and saying. I'm really great. Who wants to get married? (laughs) And of course, we'd laugh because that's really how it works in society. But yet sometimes we're different Mm. as a marketer. So I'm going to give you a a little tip that I also share a lot of times when I'm speaking. And that is what I call the rule of 15. I made it up. So I get to share it Mm -hmm. and take this from anyone else. But a lot of people say, well, we just are unsure about the balance. If you tell us to stop selling, what should we be doing? And the reality is in business, you can't stop selling full stop you just have to stop selling the way you are currently selling, right. which is too much. So the rule of 15 says for every 15 pieces of content, now they can be long or short. So think about this just for the sake of this uh, suggestion. Let's talk about social media posts. Okay. So for every 15 social media posts, you need to write 10 of them that are interesting Shows that you know where you are mm-hmm. in the situation. You know, this is somebody who can right. handle themselves in a cocktail party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You went to Juilliard? How interesting. <laughs> um, here's an interesting fact about Juilliard. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Right. So you need to be interesting, relevant in some way. Four of them should be helpful. Oh, I know the dean of admissions at Juilliard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like helpful. And here here's the right. connection. Or here's the three things you should say to the dean if you want to get in. And the last one is you get one opportunity to sell somebody hmm. and say, you should go to Juilliard. Here's the link to to, yeah. um, to apply. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I hope that helps everybody kind of take it out of your own context so that it's not so emotional and get to see, yeah, that just makes sense to you. If mm-hmm. you engage with people in, at a party, that's really how you should engage with people in social media and honor really the, mm-hmm. the situation you're in. Right. Our second
1: one actually fits in perfectly with that because it is about social media. Mm -hmm. And here it's social media needs to stop being an afterthought in your business.
0: (laughs) Um, This is so your sweet spot, Ashley. It
1: it really is. It's something I'm insanely passionate about and honestly sometimes frustrates me a little bit when I see – Facebook posts, Twitter posts, things go up that I can tell that they were an afterthought. Mm-hmm. So if you if you wrote a really good piece of content, if you have an exciting event coming up, don't wait um, for to, to get it out on social media. Please, please, please. <laughs> um, social media should be a strong point in your marketing strategy. And there are so many tools out there that can help you achieve this goal. Right. Whether you're using something like HubSpot, like we do, to schedule out hundreds and hundreds of posts in the future, <laughs> or you want to use something like Buffer. Um, really, there are so many tools to help you um, stay on top of social media, stay on top of your schedule, and really just just make your life a little bit easier because right, right. it does give you a little bit of anxiety when mm-hmm. you're thinking like, oh, I didn't post on Facebook today right. or I need to get a, this tweet out. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: Or we're planning an event like we've right. done this before. We're planning an event six months, I, you know, in advance. Right. And so people think, oh, I'll do that social media right at the end. No, do the social media right now and schedule it to go out right. six months right. from now. You know, if something major changes, you'll know. Right. But it's kind of like when it is later on, people think, oh, I'll do it I'll later I'll get to on. it later. Yeah. yeah. And, and here's a thing with that
1: is actually short, If if you've written any type of content, you probably know that short format content is actually harder yeah. to do than long format content. And that's that's why people think like, I'll just wait to do social media. Then you hop on Facebook, you go to make your posts and you're like, Wait, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Because really, you have about a sentence or two to captivate Mm -hmm. someone's attention and get them to do the thing you want them to do. Don't put that off. Right. Don't put that off. You need to really think about it.
0: Well, and it it is harder because you have to think, you know, if I only have seven words to really communicate this, Mm -hmm. you know, and obviously I'm making that up. But, you know, we talk about in advertising and media, you have someone drives by a billboard. You got seven words. Right. Pick your words wisely. Right, and so it is about really distilling the message. Right, um, you've mentioned to me a lot of times about what frustrates you on that is how much people leave it to a junior staffer. Ooh. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. she can do. It. Oh, she knows. So she can do it. Yeah, or she's young, she'll do it. It's like, right? No. What? What's What's the no. big? Like no no behind yeah. that yeah so first off we're here to just say
1: please don't hand off your social media <laughs> to just anyone it shouldn't be your mom or your cousin or your niece even if your mom is really hip yeah <laughs> yeah unless your mom is a social media marketing professional don't hand her social media and and really this this goes back to what we're talking about right now um, don't make it don't make it an afterthought because when you're handing it off to that person kind of what you're saying here is it's not significant we just need to put something anything out there
0: mm-hmm.
1: think about what you're putting on social media think about your ideal buyer persona because that's the person that you are trying to reach on the other side of the screen social social media is so crowded. It is such a busy place. And if you are not being intentional, you're not going to reach the people you actually want to reach.
0: Right. And so this, you know, podcast that we're doing is really about things that people should stop doing. And so we want to be really clear is we're not saying stop doing social media. We're saying stop making it an afterthought. And if you can't get the clarity and the time and the expertise or the, you know, a a carefully crafted, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, post, it is better to not do it,
1: right? Yeah. Or if you think that your buyer persona isn't on Twitter, mm-hmm. then don't be on Twitter. That's Oh, okay. I love that. That's a That's good okay. stop doing it. Yeah.
0: Stop posting somewhere just because someone else tells you right. that that you oh, should I post be. on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> it's social media should be personalized, yes, to your buyer persona, but also to your company. You don't need to be doing everything mm-hmm. if. <laughs> If, you don't, if you're not trying to reach a teen audience, then don't be on Snapchat. <laughs> it's not necessary. <laughs> We're just going to put that out there. So uh, one thing you can do in the new
0: year, shut down your Snapchat account. <laughs> See? Other things. yeah, Beautiful things. Right. Let's take a break and hear about this episode's sponsor. I need you to check your calendar right now. What are your plans on February 18th and 19th? If your answer wasn't IIEX Europe, here's why it needs to be. Hosted in beautiful Amsterdam, Greenbook's IIEX Europe is all about new ideas, new approaches, and new connections in market research and insights. Sounds amazing, right? It gets better. One of the most standout parts of IIEX is the focus on startups and how they are challenging the status quo in the market research space. The event hosts the startup track and Insight Innovation competition, bringing new cutting edge companies and ideas to the stage. Join the brightest and boldest minds in market research, all under one roof. Attendees will be in great company with speakers from Heineken, IFF, Samsung, and Dannon. For the full lineup and registration details, visit the event site at iiex-eu.insightinnovation.org, or just click the link in our show notes. Register with the promo code LITTLEBIRD, and you'll save 20%. See you there. So on our list of things to stop doing this year, number three, stop equating content directly to blogging. Okay, so people talk to us about this a lot. And in fact, we had a really fun podcast episode last year where we right. talked about to blog or, or not, not to, to blog. blog. <laughs> right. And we really dug into it. So if you mm-hmm. really have issues and questions about blogging, whether you should be doing it or what's wrong with your blog, you should really yeah. listen to that episode. We'll link to it in our show okay. notes. Okay. It was yeah. so, so good. But a lot of people say to us, well, we need to blog if we want to be seen, mm-hmm. Right and we say mm, yeah yeah sort of sort and of. and blogging is one of the most common forms of content marketing but you have to realize that just because you're cranking out all kinds of blog content it does not mean that you are gaining any authority on the search engine ooh that's good Right. And we keep saying search engine, but come on, let's all be honest. Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Is there any other? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, you should have a blog. And, yes, you should, you, you know, you should, you know, write content. But please stop equating all of content to blogging. And this kind of goes back to your number two is that your social media posts are content. They're right. valuable, valuable right. content. Yeah. But where we see a lot of people fall down is that they um, don't utilize other forms like video Um, like audio, Mm -hmm. adding podcasts Podcasts, or adding links and things like that. So please quit thinking that blogging, is the only way to really be doing no. content yeah. marketing.
1: Yeah, yeah, blogging is important. If, if that's what you do, if that's how you're reaching uh, your, your ideal buyer persona, that's great. But yeah, make sure you diversify it mm-hmm. because everyone wants something different too. Like right. you you may not get a blog reader. You may mm-hmm. get someone who wants to listen to a podcast or you may catch someone on social media who wants to see a video. Like try this year, try your hand at, at something new.
0: I love seeing all the things our creative team puts in my vlogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm serious. Sometimes I come in the office. I'm crying. like, guys, I'm crying. Like, <laughs> there's so many funny references to yeah. stuff I love, like the Lord of the Rings or their the oh my gosh, the gifts are hilarious. Yeah. But it keeps it light and it keeps people sure. reading. But yeah. can I put in three A, like yes. a sub yeah. point to this? I'll okay, allow. With, okay, thank you. <laughs> We didn't have to call someone else in here right. to get this judgment. Um, but I think also it's stop blogging about things that are not proven to be important to your um, to your buyer, to your mm. ideal client buyer. Yeah. And so people will be like, okay, well, I really blogged and I did all of the things, uh, you know, what I needed to do. But they don't know which blogs of theirs did better or yeah. worse. And we know, we, we mm-hmm. do interesting meetings, uh, right. you know. Um, you know, quarterly with with uh, most clients, some sure. of them are monthly. Depends upon how much content there is, but we're even surprised about our mm-hmm. own content about what comes out as a winner. Yeah. yeah, and so if I were not looking at those reports, I, how would I decide what kind of content we right. we should be writing or yeah. what kinds of things that everybody mm-hmm. loves? And you know, so yeah, stop stop thinking that blogging is the only form of content that's at your disposal. And also, stop writing stuff when you're not measuring it. Right.
1: And going back to number one, too, about stop selling, when we look at what blogs have, have done the best, yes, we we put blogs out about Little Bird, you know, mm-hmm. what it's like to work with us, our services. We talk about ourselves, but we don't make that our number one piece of content because here's the thing, when we look at what how our blogs do – it's, ne- it's never one of those blogs that's at the top of the charts. Mm-hmm. And that goes back – social posting, all of it. You just – if you're selling too much, you just need to scale it back mm-hmm. a little bit this
0: yeah. year. People need to be able to find you if they want to buy from you. Right. But I don't – you know, I'm not saying you should make it, you know, difficult for them to knock down your door. Right. You know. Exactly. But – by the same token, we have a damn good blog, yeah. and yet we don't need to sell our services on the exactly. blog. We're selling our expertise, and we're right. selling our mindset. Yeah. We're selling, um, you know, the fact that we're committed and that we are consistent with blogging, mm-hmm. and we practice what we preach. So, right. yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, you've got okay. number four. Number four. Uh, otherwise, we could talk forever. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> number four is you need to quit Keyword spamming. Can I get an amen? Yeah, and right there, I said keyword. Maybe that's a buzzword for you. Maybe your that makes your ears perk up or your, your the hair on your arms stand <laughs> right. up because Maybe you're crashing your yes. car right now. Yeah, you swerved off the road because <laughs> 2018 was uh, was just a crazy. A crazy time for SEO and keywords in general. There were a lot of changes um, that rolled out. But the big thing here that changed in the world of SEO was we're no longer choosing, you know, one to three keywords and filling a blog or a page on our website with that same word over and over and over again and letting Google pick that up and then, and then rank us for that. That's not the way it works anymore. Google is getting smarter.
0: <laughs> it is evolving. <laughs> I think we also mentioned on our last podcast that we needed to embrace the robots yes. and love the robots. Yes. So I think this yeah, is this
1: if yeah if you needed convincing, this is gonna this is gonna do it. Mm-hmm. From things like voice search to um, yeah, just new SEO practices, you you don't have to do as much intensive labor in terms of okay, well, I want this blog post to rank for. Buyer persona. So I am going to say buyer persona 25 mm-hmm. times <laughs> in this blog post. Like, no, 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 please don't do that anymore. Actually, Google will start penalizing you right, right. because it, it, it shows that you're being spammy. Mm -hmm. Um, So really what you need to do there is you need to, um, and we have a great blog about this, but develop your content in terms of topic clusters. Mm -hmm. And what that's gonna do is it's gonna naturally help you write about these different topics that you want to rank for. and Google is smart enough to know that if I want to talk about buyer personas and then later on I, t- I say, like, ideal customer and I start talking about all these different pieces of buyer personas, Google connects that all together and those become your long tail keyword phrases, your your short keywords it, it connects all of it. Yeah, and
0: by intent, it's establishing right. your authority mm-hmm. on a particular topic, yes. which is super important. Can I add a four A? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I talk about this a lot when I'm when I'm out speaking, but you know, likewise, number one, quit. Quit using keywords Mm -hmm. to spam or keyword phrases to spam your own content. But also people used to be like in this massive search where they realized backlinks were really helping. And backlinks Mm. do help. They still help. But maybe one thing we could say in 2019 is stop um, chasing the backlink game as the only game that builds your authority. Um, because actually linking your own content from one page to another, like we just said, oh, in our show notes for this podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to link our blog, we're going to link our other podcast. Right. That is really a strong uh, strategy in order to build your expertise and right. authority out right. on Google ranking. Right. And so maybe say, um, don't 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 value don't undervalue an actual backlink and a backlink just being where someone else another website actually links back and says that you're an authority on a particular or refers, sure. you know, the, yeah. the, the user back to them. Just to clarify for anybody, we don't like using jargon just to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's also important to what we call here, <laughs> make Link City out mm. of your own content. Yeah. And so the more you 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 connect back and forth and bring people kind of in what we call like an Easter egging, oh, I discovered this and right. I discovered and this and here's the other. And yeah. yeah, that is really positive for user experience, which is what Google is ranking SEO. They're looking for
1: authority. They're looking for quality. Mm -hmm. So take your time when you are writing that next blog post. Take your time. Really think about what the topic is and the different keywords that tie within that topic, not just the keyword, the Mm -hmm. topic. Think about it a little bit more broad because you have to you have to have quality content to rank mm-hmm. these
0: days. Right. And you have to have a lot of content to yeah. rank these days. Yeah. So you can't tackle it all in one Right. In you can't expect to write 250
1: content. words <laughs> and Google to say, like, yep, that's number one listing right. for. Yeah. Oh, I wish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, which actually is so great that leads into five, which is 2019, nice. <laughs> item number five to stop doing. Stop winging it for crying out loud. We understand that it's easy to get bogged down when your schedule is just jam-packed, you have deadlines to meet, you got planes to catch, I get it. Um, But that's why it's so important that before anything makes it onto your schedule, for content distribution that it's already been verified to fit the strategy. And this yeah. is what we talk about with our source system, uh, the S being, you know, strategy. You spend all this time in these meetings mm-hmm. talking with your team, talking, developing the strategy, and then, you know, organize it, get a content calendar, and do all of that. But then if the A piece is not there, the accountable piece, then what everybody does is they talk about strategy, they organize it, and then they go out and wing it. Right. It's like, no, no, no. You have to hold the content that you're creating accountable to the strategy and the organization. Yeah. And I think that's why when we say
1: strategy, sometimes that makes people's skin crawl because they picture three hour long meetings and then Mm -hmm. no one taking no one holding anything accountable after that. No one actually taking action Mm -hmm. after those meetings. But really, if you do the strategy piece right Mm -hmm. and you hold it
0: accountable afterwards, Mm -hmm. then strategy is your best friend. Yeah, because someone comes up in an idea meeting, you know, maybe two months later is like, oh, I think we should do a blog about you know this. Uh, we were at this event sure. and we talked with three different people and we should do this da da da. And like okay great. The next question should be how does that fit into our strategy? Yeah. Now right. I'm not saying we don't do crazy stuff because we yeah. do our spectacular spectacular mm-hmm. podcast. Right. In some ways, you could say that's totally uh, <laughs> you know out of strategy, although it is inside and very well aligned with our brand strategy exactly yep. <laughs> but That's it is are. fun and yeah it, it's it's you know part of our rule of 15 mm-hmm. create something that is just interesting yeah. right so that you can earn the right to deliver something. At this point, this is one of the, in the rule of 15, this is a podcast we're giving you guys that is a helpful one. Right. It's one of our four. Yeah, And so we hope that, that there'll be one day that you might think when you have a marketing problem or a strategy problem or an organization problem mm-hmm. or a <laughs> whatever yeah. problem um, that you'll be able to say, oh, well, these guys really, you know, we, we know what it's like to work with them. Right. We know how they think. We know the mindset. We know that they know they have the finger on the pulse of what's going on in this market. So we've built that rapport. Mm. And so then I really shouldn't have to sell. Right. Somebody should call us and be like, you know, I, I like what you guys do. Yeah, I on trust this level. you. I trust you. Yeah. And, and you get it. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's our last one is to say stop winging it. Um, You don't have to work with us, uh, but you've got to develop a strategy. Mm -hmm. You've got to organize it. You've got to hold it accountable. And then that way, that's how you get somewhere where you can replicate what you're doing. It is just so important to have a system. Just get yourself a system. (laughs) And that's how you're going to be able to stop winging it. Yeah. I love it.
1: It's gonna be a great two thousand best year you ever. Ever, we've been saying that over and over again. For sure. And we really do hope that it is your best year ever too. And I really do think that if you take these five things and you just you you make it a goal to stop doing them. Mm-hmm. That could be in terms of content. It really can be your best year.
0: Well, it puts one thing in your brain, which is every time someone on your team says, "Hey, we should do this." Mm-hmm. Okay, it feels a lot, a lot of pressure. Oh, here's right. another thing coming. Just remember, you know, um, as my favorite business coach Brett Baker says to me all the time, couldn't the opposite be true? Yes, couldn't I love we that. never do that? I love that. Couldn't we never do that thing that you brought to the table and still be successful? Yeah. And so and maybe the maybe the truth is that no we have to do it. Mm. But it's it's really allowing yourself to imagine your marketing strategy without it. Right. That will help put it in its right place in your strategy. That's good.
1: And we'll make this easy for you. We're going to list out these five things in our show notes so you can literally, because you're probably driving right now or maybe you're working and and you're like, oh, the number three A was good. Right. And you can't stop and and (laughs) jot down notes. So what we're going to do is we're going to put them in the show notes so you can copy and paste it, print it out, hang it by your desk, (laughs) and just make this your five rules for content in 2019.
0: Right. Share it with your team. Yeah. This could be your leadership moment. There we go. (laughs) I love it. Okay, have a great year and happy marketing.